Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for listening. Hope that you're having a great day and enjoying the Lord uh, today. And wherever this show finds you, if you'd like to call in and participate with a question, a question about the Word or things that are going on in your life, uh, the number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Our heart is to really be able to come alongside of you. If you have a question about something you've been reading in the Word or you're going through a situation in your life and you're thinking, man, I would really like to be able to talk to a pastor, receive some prayer. That's why we're here. It's really a pastoral show of you opening up your heart and then being able to share my heart with you and directing you to the scripture and going to God's throne room together. So the number to call is 303-690-3000. You may be struggling in your marriage or relationship with kids or wrestling with singleness or temptation or question about doctrine or things that are going on uh, in your life. The number to call 303-690-3000. All the lines are open. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. That's a great way to be part of uh, today's show. We want to welcome our listeners on the East Coast at Truth FM and Hope FM. Thank you guys so much for listening and all of our listeners here on Grace FM as well. I've been reflecting on and meditating on the Gospel of John. We're starting the Gospel of John this week in our church on Saturday and Sunday. And the first 18 verses really describe Christ in such magnificent glory. And we're able to behold Jesus uh, in these verses. And I'd like to draw your attention to verse 14. It says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. As Jesus became flesh and tabernacle dwelt among us, we're able to see his glory, see the only begotten of the Father, the loved of the Father. And it says that Jesus is full of grace and truth. And I want you to take note of the order of that. Jesus comes in grace first, then in truth. And what would truth be without grace? It would be unattainable. But what if it was all grace with no truth? It would be absolutely destructive. And so Jesus is the fullness of uh, grace and truth. It's a great way for us to receive from the Lord, and it's also a great way to be able to minister to others. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's go to our phone lines to George and Greeley. George, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Um, I have a awesome. question about if the earth is going to burn and the meek inherit the earth, what what are they going to inherit? You know, that's a good question. 
And I think what they're going to inherit is uh, the new heaven and new earth. We're told uh, that we're going to rule and reign uh, with Christ, and we see in the book of Revelation uh, God uh, creating a new heaven and and a new earth. And so in all of eternity, I think we're going to reign with Christ. Um, Also in the book of Revelation, we see a thousand-year millennial reign uh, of Christ here on the earth that will be able to uh, reign with Christ both in the millennial and the new heaven and the new earth. Okay. Thank you. Well, it's a great question. God bless you, George. God bless you. See you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a good evening. Bye. You too. You're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric. The number to call is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Let's go to David and Morrison. David, welcome to the program. Uh, hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you today? Uh, not terrible. That is Friday. Um, but uh, oh, sorry, I just was calling in to ask for a prayer request um, for my wife. Um, we uh, we have four kids, and she we our youngest is about five months old. Um, so my wife is, I think, going through some postpartum depression, and okay. uh, so with that, you know, she's pretty volatile. Um, where normally she's pretty emotionally and kind of mentally stable. So, um, okay. and I know because of that, she's kind of, you know, she's really short, um, with some of the other kids, you know, um, just, she snaps pretty easily. And she, then later she, you know, gets upset because she's like, you know, they didn't deserve me to be upset and angry. And then, you know, hmm. she cries and it's like kind of a continuous cycle of, of this. And then on top of that, um, our family's from Wisconsin originally. So we're kind of out of state. Uh, we've okay. been here about seven years, but, you know, now she's having all the, you know, we need to move closer to family and, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. And uh, and we've been really blessed with the job I have that she actually gets to stay home with the kids. So um, I just don't know if that sort of thing is available as we move. And I, I honestly, I really don't want to move. But um, so, yeah, I just wanted to put in a prayer request and try and lift her up. Yeah. Uh, just that, yeah. you know, she can stabilize and hopefully, you know, God can make uh, a direction for us really well known. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, kind of what I was hoping. Yeah, absolutely. Love to pray with you and rally around you right now. So let's pray together. Father, I thank you for David and for his wife. And Lord, we lift her up to you. I come before you. Thank you for your invitation to, to come to your throne room, your throne room of grace. And God, we ask that you would break through this postpartum depression and Lord bring stability and that dark cloud would lift and that you would really uh, see David and his wife through this season. And we thank you, Jesus, that you are the way, uh, that you don't just describe a direction for us, but you are the direction. And, and Lord, I just pray that you would show them the path that you have for them, lead them through this. Uh, Lord, be uh, with the kids, Lord, as well as they as they walk through this together as a family. I pray for David that you would encourage him uh, as a husband. I'm sure he's probably headed home and just give him a fresh filling of your spirit uh, and, and hope, Lord, and, and ways that he can minister and serve uh, his family. And so we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right, thank you. You bet. God bless you, David. I'll be praying for you. Yes, you too. Thanks. Bye-bye.
You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Tim in Baltimore. Tim, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. How are you this evening? Great. How are you doing? I am fine. I had a question about uh, Exodus 35, I believe it's 7, where it talks about if you do absolutely any work at all on the Sabbath, you are to be put to death. Okay. Well, you know, that verse, uh, to me, uh, points out two things. Uh, The first is, is how God was so serious about rest, because I think he knew that the children of Israel and us as well would find it difficult to rest and trust the Lord to be able to rest. And then the second uh, part of this is that um, we're not under the old covenant any longer. And so one of the purposes of the law was to drive us to Christ, to show us our need for a Savior. It says, for the wages of sin is death. And we look at things like that where we go, man, if I worked on the Sabbath day, I deserve death. So how much more so do I need the grace of Jesus Christ? Do I need a Savior uh, to die for me? Um, And so I think that uh, first is God showing uh, how much he values rest and how serious he is about rest. And the second is it's ultimately pointing to our need uh, for a Savior. And thankfully now under the new covenant, we're not held uh, underneath that. Okay, so that wasn't just the priests or the Levites. That was everybody. Yeah, that was everybody. Yep, under the Old Covenant. If you did work, you know, according to that verse, uh, that you would have to die, capital capital punishment, you know. And so um, it's very, very strong language for how serious God was for the children of Israel about the Sabbath day. All right, well, fantastic. Thank you for explaining that to me, and you have a great evening. Yeah, you too. God bless you out there in Baltimore. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. The heart of our show here at Calvary Live is really to come alongside of you and give you an opportunity to ask questions that are on your heart, whether it be in your life or in the Word, we'll go to God's Word, go to the God's throne together in prayer, 303-690-3000. Also, uh, we have some text questions that have come in. You can send a text, 720-336-0897. Text comes in, says, my name is Luke, and I'm waiting to hear about a new position. Would you, Would like God's prayers for his best. Absolutely. Lord, we thank you for Luke, and as he's listening and waiting on this word about a position, I know that that is nerve-wracking, and Lord, we ask for your peace and your guidance and for your will uh, to be done in his life, Lord, and that you would very clearly open or close this door. And so, Lord, would you provide for him and bless him? We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. We do have all of our lines open, so this is a great time to call and to be part of today's show, 
690-3000. Also, uh, if you'd like to send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Carlos in New Jersey. Carlos, welcome to the program. Oh, shalom. How you doing today? Doing all right. I just have a question. Okay. Yes, um, regarding marriage, how to get married? Like, I want, I'm wondering about that. Do I, according to the Bible, do I have to go to, do I have to go and sign a paper, or do I gotta go to church to mm-hmm. get married? Yeah, do I have it's a great, do I need a ceremony? Great. What do I need yeah. to be to actually be married? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, there's two verses that come uh, to mind. The first is Romans 13, 1. It says, Let every soul uh, be subject to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. So I do think it's important to uh, go ahead and go through the paperwork that's set up by our country, by our states, get a marriage license, and sign that marriage license uh, to honor the authority that God has set up uh, through the government. And then also in Malachi, it talks about uh, the covenant of the wife of your youth. And it's really speaking of when we get married, that we make a covenant with God uh, and we make a covenant uh, with our wife. Um, And this is something uh, to be done publicly. You know, we would consider it to be a a ceremony. I think it's a blessing to to go to your local church and ask your pastor and say, I would like to get married. Would you... Uh, lead our ceremony and make that covenant uh, before God and before one another. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be expensive. Um, you know, I've done several uh, weddings in my office. Uh, it's about your hearts uh, standing before the Lord and committing to uh, one another. So, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. But I just have one question because I don't know if I understood you um, correctly. But, um, yeah. Just um to double check. Let's say that uh instead of signing the paperwork, I'm not saying that I won't sign the that I'm not gonna that I'm not going to sign the paperwork. But instead of signing the paperwork or before signing the paperwork, if I go to my pastor and get married at my church, I am married even though I haven't signed the paperwork yet. Am I? You know, I think both are necessary. You know. Um... I think now, I would now, just. I, I, I do understand that, but I'm saying yeah. like, if I become, if I'm a new believer right now, like at this very moment, yeah. me and my girlfriend just at church, I found Jesus for the first time, my first time yeah. in church ever, and I found Jesus right there, and I decided to get married that moment with my girlfriend, well, now wife. Am I yeah. married on that moment, even though I got to wait for tomorrow morning to go sign the paperwork? Yeah, in, in my mind, it's it's kind of a a question of, of details, you know, and I guess my answer would be uh, I would just encourage both. I would encourage, you know, getting the paperwork through the state and also doing it through the church. And when those things are, are both in place, I think God is God is honored. It's hard for okay. me to split the two, if that makes sense. All right, no, that makes per- that makes perfect sense. Thank you. Yeah, are you, you praying about getting? 
Are you praying about getting married? Yes, kind of. Well, yeah. I am. I was praying about yeah. getting married because um, I don't want to continue having sex. I stopped if I'm not married. Yeah. Oh, because I'm not married. Yeah. Well, Carlos, you know, yeah. you're really honoring God by making that decision. And I'm really proud of you, you know, and that is is really manly of you as a godly man to say, I realize that sex is to be enjoyed inside of the commitment of marriage. And as you choose to do it God's way uh, and choose to uh, get married, you know, uh, yeah. and, and save sex for that union of marriage, God's really going to bless you, you know. All right. Yeah. Because sex yeah. outside of marriage, the Bible tells us, brings destruction, but inside of marriage, it brings edification. You know, so it's kind of like a, a fire. You know, it, we have fireplaces in our home, and when the fire is in the fireplace, it's a beautiful thing. But when the fire is outside of the fireplace, it brings destruction. Uh, and so, as as sex is inside of marriage, it, it's beautiful and it brings edification. Mm, yes. That, that's a nice way of, of um, um, putting it. Thank you. Yeah. Can I pray for you, Carlos? Please do so. Okay. Father, I thank you for Carlos and, Lord, his conviction of his heart to, to follow you and to commit himself, Lord, to sexual purity. I pray you'd really give him power to be able to live that out, power from your Holy Spirit. And I pray you would really bless him with marriage, God, that you would bless him with a godly wife that would want to honor you and do things your way. Really give him wisdom, God. So we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Shalom. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening. We do have all of our lines open. If you would like to call 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Have some texts that have come in. How is it fair for someone who's raised in a Christian home and had multiple opportunities to accept Christ compared to someone who was raised where maybe they have one opportunity to accept Christ? You know, we look at God's ways— And God's ways are beyond us. Uh, Isaiah 55 tells us that his ways are higher than our ways. And how we see fairness and how God is just is is two different things. And in the book of Revelation, or the book of Romans, excuse me, it tells us that even by creation, uh, we're without excuse. And, you know, I've seen uh, people that have grown up in Christian families that have heard the gospel, that have an extremely hard heart towards the gospel. And never receive Christ, and yet I've seen others that don't grow up in a Christian home and have a very difficult background, and they hear the gospel, and they're so ready for salvation. So in God's economy, he knows better than I, and I think that would be uh, my answer, is that we must trust him in in these things. So hopefully that is helpful uh, to you. Let's go back uh, to our phone lines. Thank you guys for calling and being part of today's show. Let's go to Shulara in Colorado. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing your name right, but welcome to the program. Hello, um, it's Shalara. Shalara, sorry about that. Yes, it's okay. How are you doing today? 
Um, I'm okay. Um, I have a question. Um, so my daughter is 19 years old. Um, we'll be 20 in January. But um, anyhow, so three, three, three and a half weeks ago, um, she almost died. Um, she took a bunch of pills that was prescribed to her. Um, now my daughter is diagnosed with um, severe um, schizoaffective disorder, meaning she has severe schizophrenia with other disorders, bipolar um, mood disorders, um, kind of on top of each other. Anyhow, so um, really quickly, um, with her disorder, she has visual, all the hallucinations actually, visual, audio, um, tactile, and smell um, taste hallucinations. But anyhow, so during one of her episodes, she had um, not slept for three days. Her voices told her, basically, make a choice, take all these pills, or your family is all going to get tired of you, and they're going to leave you, you're going to be alone, basically kind of the scenario that a lot of schizophrenics hear. So she did. She almost died. Um, Luckily, I believe that her boyfriend heard God's voice the Holy Spirit and told him at that exact moment, go check on her. He found the bottles. We took her in. She was on life support for three or four days. Um, Mm. So now she's in ECP treatments, um, electroshock therapy. Um, And my question is, if she had passed away by taking all the medications, she was Mm -hmm. not in her right mind when she did it. Um, She was being taunted or tormented into making this decision because she didn't want to die. Is she held at the same accountability as someone who is sane? Is there, um, does God have, um, I don't know what the right word is for, for people in her circumstance who are not in control mm-hmm. of their actions? I guess, I don't know if you understand. Yeah. Yeah, I do understand. And it's a really difficult question. I think it's it's one of the harder uh, questions. And I always want to try to be honest, you know, of what what I know and what I believe uh, the scriptures to, to say. And in Revelation 16, 7, it says, Then I heard another voice from the altar saying, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. Um, and when we get to heaven... We're going to look God in in the face, in the eyes, and go, God, you made the right decision. Your your ways are are true, and they're righteous. Your judgments are true, and uh, you're righteous. You know, and we also know from Scripture the only thing that saves us is a belief in Jesus Christ as our Savior. And so God God is able to sort all of this out, you know, and know the heart of your daughter and where she's at with Christ and if she trusts him for for salvation and it's really beyond me to be able to give you an a fat uh, you know a dogmatic answer uh, other than i know that when we get to heaven uh, we're going to look at god and go righteous and true are your judgments right you know cuz i i have the belief and you know being taught myself or the understanding from what i was taught that suicide in itself is the one sin that you cannot come back from because you once you've killed yourself, you cannot ask for forgiveness over that sin. And so that is where my mind is. That is where her mind is. And she loves the Lord. She was raised in it. You know, she did, you know, 
backslide this last year and a half um, because of her mental illness and her anger for her um, her mental illness, but it's coming around again. So praise God on that. We've been praying hard for that. Mm. Um, But um, she knows this, and she she said, the only reason I haven't killed myself is because I know I won't go to heaven. I know this. But is that something we really know, or if Mm. she is in a state where she is not in her right mind at all, will God hold her accountable? I mean, I just... I just yeah. don't see how, I mean, I know how, but I don't know, in my heart, I just... Right. Well, again, let me try to direct you to Scripture. In Matthew twelve thirty one. it says, Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be uh, forgiven. So we have to ask ourselves, well, what's the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? And the job of the Holy Spirit, or role of the Holy Spirit is to point us to Christ. So so when someone rejects Christ, they're rejecting the Holy Spirit or blaspheming the the Holy Spirit. And that's the only sin that's unpardonable. So if someone rejects Christ over the whole course of their lifetime, where they're saying, Jesus, I don't believe in you. I don't believe you died on the cross and rose again. That's what causes someone to go into eternal judgment. Um, I personally don't believe that Suicide is the unpardonable sin because that's not what Scripture says. Now, obviously, God's heart is never for us to take our lives. I'd hate for someone listening to hear that and think, oh, suicide's an option. You know, it it is murder. It is the taking of one's own life. It it is sin. uh, But uh, ultimately, it's the rejection of Christ, not suicide, that causes us to be eternally lost. So does that make sense? It makes it feel a little bit more comfortable in my heart. <laughs> I know she's not right now, but, you know, she tells me, you know, how can I live a whole life like this? And that scares me. So and an accident, you know, was, a, you know, an accident. I mean, she didn't want to die, but she could have very easily have died that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to, to pray with you and, and, and pray for you and rally around your your daughter and we have a lot to rejoice in this afternoon that she's still with us you know and right and, right. and to really be able to pray for her that that there'll be breakthroughs in her life um, you know to where uh, this won't be something she considers in the future you know and uh, right so it's got to be a really hard time for you guys as a family. It has been hard. It's been since she's pretty steadfast since she's 13, so six years now. Um, okay. But as she gets older, the adult schizophrenia kicks in a little bit more, and that's what she's afraid of is the adult schizophrenia is a little bit more severe. It just gets more severe with age. But yeah. But her name yeah. is Megan, and uh, okay. yeah, I could use everyone's prayer for her life right now. Yeah. Her treatment, yeah. her ECT uh, is helping, and I just pray a miracle that um, mm-hmm. she can just be delivered from this. Yeah, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for Megan. We, we lift up Megan to you this afternoon, and as she is in uh, treatment, Jesus, we just pray that you would minister your love uh, to her, that you would protect her uh, and give her, uh, Lord, peace that only comes from you. Uh, we do thank you for sparing her life, and thank you that 
Megan uh, is with us this afternoon, and we, we ask that you would bind the enemy from from lies of, of suicide or any other type of de- deception, uh, and that, that there would be a path forward in, in the midst of this, Lord, that you uh, would show them a path forward and just do a great uh, work in Megan's life. Pray you comfort the whole family. We thank you, Jesus, that you are a good shepherd and pray that you would shepherd them, administer to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for calling. Thanks for sharing that with me. Thank you very much. Dang, hey, you're welcome. Guys, stay with me. We're going to head to a break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for joining us and listening. If you have a heart to call in with a question, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Steve in Evergreen. Steve, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you, Pastor Eric. Hey, uh, Pastor, I need some prayer for our family. Uh, I have a daughter who's a senior in high school, and it's that time that uh, we're looking at colleges. Hmm. And... She wants to go to a Christian college, and it, they're just so expensive, and I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news about, you know, maybe she needs to look at something different, and she feels that God is calling her. Hmm. And when I bring up the idea that, you know, maybe you could be a bright light at a dark place, at a secular college, you know, I'm, I'm being faced with, you know, Dad, you don't have enough faith. You know, uh, we can do it. Hmm. But, you know, being the, I, I, I tend to be a little bit more on the realistic, you know, mm-hmm. down-to-earth kind of guy. Uh, yeah. It's created some animosity in our house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if God wants to open the door and she gets scholarships, that's great. You know, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, right. I'll pay my portion. But, right. you know, if I, I like I said, I, I'm, I'm looked at as the bad guy because what she wants to do is a great thing. Yeah, and I hate to be the person that uh, you know, you know, uh, inhibits it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Steve, I think you're you're being a good father. You know, the uh, the scripture talks about debt and how um, to owe no man anything. And I think as we get older in our years, we have that personal experience with debt, um, and so to be able to to love your daughter and 
and to take that step of faith with her and see if God would provide the money through scholarships and, and at other means, but then also uh, to be open that God uh, may be uh, uh, redirecting. Um, and so I'll really be praying for you because that's a, a tough road to, to walk. Um, but I think as you continue to live out James 1 where you ask God for wisdom, God's going to going to give you wisdom as a, as a dad and father to, to walk with her through this. And we'll pray. And who knows, God may really provide and open the door for her. And, you know, but for some reason, if, if he doesn't, then he's going to open another door. Um, and so love to pray with you she, on this. She's, she's going to try to take the ACT one more time in December to see if, uh, okay. uh, but that's, that's our last shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for Steve and for their daughter, who's a senior in high school. And God, you're not limited. You, you're able to provide. And if, Lord, you want her in a Christian college, we just pray that you would open up doors. And it, it would be done in such a way that the whole family would know that this is what your will is. Lord, and for some reason, if you close that door on the Christian college, Lord, I pray you would open up another door. And just give the family peace in that as well. I pray for Steve, Lord, as a dad, that you would just give him wisdom, Lord, as he walks through this with his daughter, with his family. Um, And even as he heads home this evening, that you would just bless them with peace, that there wouldn't be animosity in the home over this. And uh, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling, Steve. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Let's go to May in Denver. May, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. It's nice talking to you. I listen to the radio all the time. Um, I I just need a prayer for myself, my family, and okay. I'm just being under a lot of stress lately. Um, with the new immigration laws, and I've been here. I have a sponsor that sponsored myself and my parents to the United States, and since um, April 1978, I've been here, and I have a permanent green card, and now with the new immigration law, it affected me also. So now I have to come up with the money to go renew my license just like those other people okay. that come here illegally and uh, mm. I have to pay I don't know maybe close to $600 just to get mm. that yeah. green card and it's only good for 10 years which I have a permanent green card yeah. and then if not that I have to become a citizenship or something, but then now right. I have to come up with like close to $1,000 just to take the test to become one. And I lost my Social Security card. So I went hmm. to the um, office to get my social, and they would not provide it to me because hmm. um, I only have the permanent green card, and I don't have the new one that they required. They said okay. that I can still work and keep that one, but I'm not going to get a social security card. So I am wow. so 
stress right now. I yeah. only make $13.50 an hour. My rent is like $1,400. I have yeah. a son that is in college that I have to help out. And yeah. it, it's just so hard right now. Yeah. Well, let me pray for you, May, and let's, uh, let's lift you up in prayer. Father, thank I thank you, you for May. Uh, I thank you for May. And Lord, is uh, this change in law takes... Uh, her by surprise, Lord, it doesn't take you by surprise. And where there seems like there's no way, Lord, we pray that you would make a way. And God, would you give her wisdom and just uh, help point her towards resources that may be available, uh, that the, these issues could be uh, worked out, God, that you could work out the, the green card issue and the citizenship issue and really meet her in, in a great way. And so, Lord, we Lift her up to you. We do pray for peace, Lord, that she would be able to experience your peace in spite of these circumstances, and it would guard her heart and mind. So we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor. I'll be praying for you, May. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Let's go to line two to Nicholas in Westminster. Welcome to the program. Hello, Pastor Eric. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I had a question. Um, uh, you, I, I see over in the news constantly, um, well, I'll state my question and then I'll um, uh yeah. Um, well, my question is, how does God feel about when people change their sex and their name and their age? Because I, because I look at, I, I go sometimes I go through the news and I see that people, especially now in these days, that people, um, you know, some people can be, um, well, some people are, you know, they just don't think that, you know, how they're made is. Uh, um, that they don't feel like how they're made is, you know, um, right. And so they go on and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, especially, when, you know, it's, and I, it might be common nowadays, but, uh, you know, trend, transgenders and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I actually re- uh, read something about a guy, I think it was in Norway, that was changing his age um, because he mm-hmm. wanted to feel younger. But I, I just wanted to know as to what God, how does God feel when people do that, especially like, you know, um, yeah, with the trend, gender and a name, I mean, and the age. And, yeah, that's yeah. my question. Yeah, you, you bet. Well, it is a, a hot topic, and I think a question that a lot of people are asking. And in Genesis one twenty seven, it says, So God created man as in his own image, and the image of God he created him. Male and female, he created them. And so God is the one who creates us male, and he creates us female. And we know biologically that we definitely are created male or created female. In the womb, God makes us male or he makes us female. So when we attempt to change our gender, we're really arguing with God. We're not arguing with society. We're arguing with God. He's the one that's made us male or he's the one that has made us female. And to try to to change our gender is to reject the way that he has Uh, created us. And I really believe that people will experience the fullness of the life that God intended for them 
if they walk in and accept the gender that God has made them to be. And the reason I think that this is under attack, uh, male and female, is because male and female does bear the image of God. And so if Satan can twist and tort and bring confusion into this issue of uh, gender, uh, male and female, he's trying to twist and distort the image of, of God. Um, and so I do think it's really important um, for us to accept the, the gender that God has made us. Okay, uh, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it just seems like nowadays, uh, you know, it's, in this society, it's a lot more common. And I even saw a, a complete, on the news recently that the driver's license, they were changing from male to female, uh, and they also have a, an X, I think it was, for uh, both, I guess. So it was just kind of, uh, you know, kind of just kind of weird seeing that and, you know, right. Yeah. So, but, yeah. So. Well, it's All a good, right. Well, good thank question. you, Pastor. I appreciate yeah. it. So. You bet. Have a great night. You as well. Thank you. Bye bye. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the number to call with a question. Let's go out to Joyce in Baltimore. Joyce, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Cartier. I want to first thank you and all the staff for this wonderful positive radio show. Really appreciate it, all that you all do. And my question is about a tool that churches are now seeing, um, are now introducing called the Enneagram. And um, I just want to know what you think about that. It has some questionable roots, and I'm not sure what your take is on that. Could you tell me a little bit more about it? From what I know, uh, it's like a personality test. Is that right? Where it kind of asks you questions about your your personality. Is that correct? Um, that's uh, my understanding. I I was thinking about taking a course about three years ago at my church, and when I read that word, I I looked it up, and God immediately told me no. So I didn't take it, and now my church has implemented. Um, well, it's now had a couple of classes teaching this tool, and uh, many people on the prayer team at my church are against it, and I'm at a prayer group that prays against it. People have been going up in front of the elders, and I just, um, I don't know, it's very questionable when we research it. So I don't, so I haven't paid, I, I don't want anything to do with it, but I'm concerned about it being at my church. Yeah. You know, I don't know a lot about it. Um, this is the first that, that I've heard of that particular um, uh, uh, test. I can direct you to a resource that might be helpful. Um, okay. It's uh, gotquestions.org, and mm-hmm. they have an article uh, uh, called Does Enneagram of Personality Contradict the Bible? And it's a pretty thorough mm-hmm. article and goes into the background of uh, uh the that particular test um so here's a paragraph that comes out of that article it says there's an obvious spiritual danger associated with the enneagram of personalities uh, when viewed as a religion unto itself or a means by which to achieve achieve some sort of spiritual liberation the enneagram obviously contradicts the bible has a form of godliness but denies its power so it goes on uh, from there so it sounds like to me it's a little bit more than just a traditional 
personality test, that it's really uh, claiming that it, to be able to provide a way to achieve some sort of higher spiritual experience. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm just taking a quick look at this. Um, so I'd encourage you to check out that website, uh, gotquestions.org, uh, and Thank put you. in your question, and you should be able to pull up this article. And then always, in general, um, to bring things back to the Word of God. And if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, then you hold with the Word of God. So it, it sounds like to me you're having good spiritual discernment on this. Thank you. Yes, and that that's a really good, gotquestions.org is a really good resource. Well, thank you so much for your help. I appreciate it. Have you a great bet. Weekend. God bless you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless you. Bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. Let's go to Jasmine in Fort Collins. Jasmine, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good, thanks. Uh, so I called um, to... Uh, I'm, I'm calling about the... I, I don't know what her name was, the woman that was on earlier. Uh, she called about her daughter who I think was diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar, mm-hmm. um, her daughter, Megan. Uh-huh, yep. Um, well, I was just calling to say uh, schizophrenia runs in my family uh, as well. And um, when I was 18, well, when I was about 16, 17, um, I started getting symptoms of that, um, and along with depression and uh, some other things. I also try to... Um, commit suicide and um i just wanted to to uh, maybe encourage her in that um when i was 18 i was saved uh thankfully mm. you know god didn't allow me to um die at any point uh, but mm. you know i was going through all of that and um mm. and i was saved at 18 and i i just wanted to call to maybe encourage her if she's still listening um you know just to let her know obviously if, if god has allowed her to still be here, which she is still here, you know, that, that should already be mm. a huge encouragement. Um, and she should have yeah. faith as long as, you know, she just keeps praying for her, that her daughter will be safe mm. because um, I, I just, I honestly believe that if God has mm. put it in our heart to pray for someone that, you know, he will, he mm-hmm. will save them because he's the one that saves them. You know, he's already had mercy on her that, you know, she's still here mm-hmm. and everything. And um, more than anything, uh, God or Jesus Christ specifically is, you know, our great healer, and he was able to heal anything when he was here on earth. Um, but more, most importantly, he was able to save everyone who accepts him. So um, I just wanted to just call and let her know that even something like that isn't isn't too big for God. And yeah. um, thankfully, after I was saved, I, I, I stopped uh, hearing things, saying things. And, um, mm. it was, there were so many other things that were going on in my life before mm. I was saved, but um, God took all those things away. And um, I just wanted to call and encourage her. Yeah. Thank you for doing that, Jasmine, because that's a really powerful testimony of the reality of of Christ in your life, you know, and you don't, you don't hear that very often. And so I think that it's going to be a really encouragement to Megan's mom and and to others that are, that are listening. So praise the Lord. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That's a really hard thing. Um, I actually, I hardly ever share that with anybody because, uh, it's, a, it's something that a lot of people don't understand, but um, I, I, I can't say, you know, some people might say, well, it might be, you know, demons or some kind of other spiritual thing. And I know that those things exist and, and all that, but um, I, I, I 
Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where it comes from or what it is, but I know that it is right. very real. And um, yeah. like I said, God is more more powerful than anything like that. And yeah. God has a, a time for those he's, he's chosen beforehand, you know, for them to be saved. And uh, I just want to encourage her mom to have faith that, yeah. you know, just to keep praying for her and that if he's allowed her to still be here, you know, there's a purpose for that. And Yeah, um, you bet. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jasmine. God bless you. Yeah, thank Thanks you. Thanks for you calling. Too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Sean in New Jersey. Sean, welcome to the program. That's it. That's Eric. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. I can always be doing better. Um, but I uh, wanted to call you. I listen to you guys every day. And um, I want to call you about... You know, I've had a very uh, rough childhood. Bad, born an addict because my parents were addicts. My dad died of an overdose. Mom's still an addict. Um, and I, you know, did a lot of bad things, you know, and cleaned my, you know, was introduced to the Lord when I was probably about 35 and uh, was saved. Uh, my, my sins were saved, and uh, I was saved. And uh, I just think that, you know, I've been a Christian, a faithful Christian, I believe. Um, I could do better. I, you know, the Lord always wants us to do better, to be more faithful to Him. Um, but I just feel like the condemnation is getting worse, not getting better. Um, like, you know, dra- dragging around this, this, this ball with me. Some always says mm. to me, you know, you should, you know, Jesus releases that stuff from you, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't feel, even at church, I feel like I'm I'm not, uh, I don't fit in. And then with the world, mm. I don't fit in, it, you know, so I'm like... Right. Just, yeah, Sean, you know, are you still there? Sean, I just lost you there. You broke up a little bit. Um, are you still there? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I just lost you for just a second. It's just, That's okay. It's raining here. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I just feel lost at times. And, you know, I'm, I'm always in the Word. I'm always, uh, you know, I just, it doesn't feel like getting better. I would think okay. eventually that... Um, I would be released from the things that I've done. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you called in, and I think an important part of this is to hold on to the promises that Jesus gives us. You know, in Romans eight one, and I know you know this. It says that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And to quote that out loud and hold on to it, and my pastor growing up uh, would share it this way. He'd say. If we don't change our mind, God won't uh, change our heart. But if we change our mind, God will change our heart. And eventually our emotions will start to line up uh, with uh, our minds as we meditate upon the Scripture. And to say, even though I don't feel released from my past, even though I don't feel forgiven, I know that based on my faith in Jesus Christ, I am forgiven. And there's no condemnation for those who are in uh, Christ Jesus and Satan's the accuser of the brethren, and he accuses us day and night, but we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. 
you know, and to really hold on to the blood of Jesus, not based on our feelings, but through faith and, and, and believe it and receive it uh, and proclaim it. Um, so I would really encourage you in those times where you feel condemned uh, to hold on to Romans 8.1 uh, and, and the truth that there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And also just felt led to direct you towards Psalms 23. Um, and yep. I know you know that as well, um, but there David says, the Lord is my shepherd. It's personal. And to really pray through the Psalms uh, in these moments of discouragement and even times of encouragement. You know, Jesus, you're my shepherd. Uh, please lead me to still waters and green pastures. Uh, prepare a table before me. Um, you know, walk with me through this valley in the shadow of death. Just meditate and, and pray through uh, Psalms 23. And the last couple of years for me, uh, it just uh, Psalms 23 has really taken on a deeper meaning as I lay in bed and I just pray through uh, Psalms 23 uh, for myself and my family and our in our church. Um, and so I'd love to just pray that over you if I can um, and pray that God would encourage you. So. I appreciate that, Pastor. God, I thank you for Sean, and thank you for what you've done in his life. Thank you for his faith in you. And, Lord, thank you that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And Sean's in Christ. He's forgiven. And we ask in Jesus' name that you would break off this condemnation and the attack of the enemy to, to make him feel in bondage, Lord. And I pray that you would help him in those moments, uh, where the condemnation is overwhelming, that your grace would be more overwhelming, your forgiveness would be more overwhelming, and that he could hold on to those truths in faith. Lord, we also pray, uh, Lord, that he would just experience you in a greater way as his good shepherd. I know he's already experienced that, but Jesus, would you be so kind to lead him to still waters, uh, to green pastures, that you would provide places of peace for him, places of, of refuge that you would prepare tables before him in the presence of his enemies, and, Lord, that you would walk with him through the valley of the shadow of death, that your rod and staff would comfort him, and surely goodness and mercy would follow him all the days of his life, Lord. And so, God, would you bless him and encourage him and watch over him. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate that. Thanks for calling, Sean. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank okay. you. Yeah, have a great night. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We've got a few moments left in today's show. I want to take a few uh, texts uh, that have come in. Uh, one text is in response uh, to Steve, who called earlier in the show. So, Steve, if you're uh, still uh, listening, he says, there is a, a really inexpensive Christian college uh, in Kansas. Um, it's a Barclay College in Kansas. So maybe something to look into uh, for you uh, and uh, your daughter. And then another text that has come in uh, says, um, I live uh, with my family in Denver. I have five girls and a boy. Please pray for us. We need a, a home of our own and bless our family, especially my husband, whom's our head. He works so hard uh, to meet our needs. And so, yeah, let's lift this up in prayer. Lord, I lift up uh, this family uh, to you that, Lord, is in, in need. They've got five daughters and the husband's working hard. And, Lord, just need a home of their own to be a family, uh, to raise their girls. And, Lord, we know things have gotten so 
uh, expensive, and we just pray that you would meet their needs, that you'd provide work, provide finances, and really open up that door uh, for them to be able to be in their own home. So God, would you encourage them, and would you uh, bless them? Another text question comes in, says, I'm having a hard time controlling my mind and emotions. Uh, Please pray. So let's lift this up in prayer. Lord, we lift up this caller to you that sent in uh, this text. And Lord, I just pray that you would help them be able to control their mind and their emotions, that you'd bring truths of your word and your character to mind, worship songs, that you'd protect them, that you'd be their refuge and their strong tower this afternoon, and that you would meet them in in a special way. Another text that has come in is, I'm dealing with spiritual warfare attacks. I would really appreciate prayer. Lord, we lift up this caller, this listener, uh, to you. And as they're feeling attacked and reached out for prayer, we want to rally around them, bring them to your throne room, ask that you would guard them uh, in every way with the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, Lord. And we ask that this attack would diminish. And as they submit to God and resist the devil, that he would flee from them. So, We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Calvary Live. It's a blessing for us to be able to be here, to be on the air, to try to answer your questions and point you to uh, God's word. We pray that you have a great weekend in the Lord. Remember that God loves you, that he is with you, that he has a future and a hope for you. God bless you and we'll be back with you on Monday. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.